tengo da nervios da nervios por dos cosas una de que por la migración y por lo que le pueda pasar a uno por lo que pueda, me pueda pasar ¿no? y dos de que todo lo que tengo que pagar like tens of thousands of Central Americans every month Sergio Perez who's from Guatemala is attempting to migrate to the U.S. The biggest challenge used to be getting across the U.S. border. But now, Mexican President Andrés Manuel López Obrador has made it increasingly tough even to get into Mexico. Since June, after Donald Trump threatened to impose tariffs on all Mexican exports, he has clamped down hard. The numbers show the policy is working, there has been a more than 75% drop in the number of migrants making it into the US. And Mexico had deported as many people by October as in the whole of last year. But the Mexico-Guatemala border is hard to police. It runs through mountains, jungles and rivers for nearly 900 kilometers and is full of clandestine crossings. I traveled along it to see the impact of López Obrador's crackdown. I wanted to try to understand what keeps driving people like Sergio to leave when the chances of success have narrowed dramatically. And to find whether Mexico's southern border is becoming a proxy for Trump's border war. Breaking right now, everyone, President Trump saying that the U.S. is prepared and is at this moment in time preparing to impose a 5% tariff on all goods imported from Mexico if that country doesn't start to do more to combat the migrant crisis on our southern border. No se resuelven los problemas con muros ni militarizando la frontera. Eso... Mexico's president had at first welcomed Central American migrants fleeing poverty and violence and offered them humanitarian visas, but many used them just to travel unhindered through Mexico to get to the US. Washington has got tougher, signing deals with Guatemala, Honduras and El Salvador to force migrants to seek asylum there first, not in the US. It's a very big thing. It's a very important signature. Never been done before. But those deals will be hard to enforce, and the pressure is on Mexico to stay tough as next year's US election approaches. Mr. Lopez Obrador knows that any misstep on the issue of migration could blow up into a bilateral crisis. Yo creo que independiente de los acuerdos de ahora, de aquí al 2020 por lo menos, México va a estar sujeto a una enorme presión de Estados Unidos para mantener una política restrictiva muy drástica de migración indocumentada. I think that this is going to be a stone in the shoe of the Mexico-US relationship for the rest of the Trump administration and probably whoever comes next because migration is a very sensitive issue in the United States and it's suddenly becoming a sensitive issue in Mexico. López Obrador is in a tough spot. He regularly hails Mexicans who migrated to the U.S. in past decades and send back record remittances as living heroes. But he's put the need to protect Mexico's relations with the U.S. first. Jude Weber del Financial Times, un diario que sé que usted presta mucha atención. Usted ha manifestado mucho interés para el... Um, la situación de los migrantes. ¿Usted piensa ir a visitar las estaciones migratorias o algunos albergues para verificar y para decir en primera persona qué, qué es lo que México ofrece? Estoy muy cerca de la gente, de los ciudadanos. 
también pendiente de los migrantes, le diría que todos los días. Si hace falta, asistiría a un albergue, pero se está atendiendo bien el asunto. Do not pay the smugglers, do not pay the coyotes, do not put yourself in danger, do not put your children in danger. Todos sabemos que Estados Unidos es un país de migrante, que no es solo gente, no solo gente de Centroamérica, está ahí, hay de todo el mundo. Pero el presidente se ha aferrado a atajarlos, va que no sé cuál sea su idea. Su... Despite the dangers and increasing difficulties, the people smugglers are still finding ways to make a profit. Hey, mis compas, ya llegaron. Here in the remote highlands of Guatemala. I've come to meet one of the go-to guys in this illicit business to find out what has changed in the past few months since the crackdown began. Alex is a coyote and he's been smuggling people to the US for the past seven years. He says things are getting harder. O alguna pregunta de ustedes que tengan también respecto del viaje. Bien, mañana salimos como eso de las 6 de la mañana. Nos vamos a, a juntar en el crucero que va para San Juan. Alex charges $7,500 and says he makes a profit of about $600 or $700 per migrant. But that's after paying $800 per person to a drug cartel to deliver them to the U.S. border. Mucha gente de migración no no sabe ni, ni de dónde es uno, porque viaja tanta gente. Pero ahorita somos pocos, somos bien investigados. Está federal, judicial, migración, hasta los soldados, hasta la de caminos, anda. No darse a conocer que uno va ilegal. Hace dos veces atrás, donde llegamos en las bodegas, habían aproximadamente 3.500 personas, bajó a 800. Y hasta la semana pasada solo habían tres personas. ¿Y la gente de inmigración, la migra, cómo, cómo se arreglan con ellos? En algunas partes, uno les llama que va en camino, ya son contactos viejos, ya uno es conocido. Uno los deposita en un número de cuenta y ya pasa uno. Sergio is willing to chance everything, but his job in a shop only pays $5 a day and he's only been able to muster $1,800. So he gives up the only thing he has, the deeds to a plot of land. If he doesn't pay in two months, it will belong to Alex. Pues es algo bastantito, mi compa, pero no tenga pena yo por ayudárselo, se lo estoy aceptando. Pero eso sí, si usted no me cumple en ese tiempo, usted sabe que aquí el dinero sirve. Entonces, Y si usted no me cumple en el tiempo que hablamos, yo puedo negociar su terrenito, venderlo, o no sé, ¿verdad? O alguien de su familia que venga a cancelar el dinero. Pienso de que ya estando ahí me van a dar nervios, pues, porque por muchas cosas, o sea, por el miedo de que me manden de regreso, por el miedo de que vaya a sufrir, dependiendo de qué, de, de, qué ruta se tome en el, en el en el cruzar va y qué, qué tipo de, 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 de sufrido va a ser porque es quiera uno siempre va a ser va a ser sufrido va 
porque ya sea que uno tenga que caminar demasiado o ya sea que pues este sufra uno hambre o, o incluso a veces va de que han pasado así cosas más terribles como la muerte While Sergio was setting out from the town of Cuilco along this bumpy single track road headed for one of scores of informal border crossings high in the mountains another migrant family was just crossing into Mexico The Marin Martinez family was forced to flee from Honduras after their 18-year-old son was murdered and their home burnt to the ground by local gangs. One of the easiest ways into Mexico used to be across the Suchiate River that makes up part of the border with Guatemala. But now every person is being stopped by immigration officials, something that's never really happened before. The Marin Martinez family is trying a different route, but it's along a main road where police have set up roadblocks. It's already their second attempt and they are terrified, running into the bushes at the sight of a police car, even though local police tell us they have no interest in migrants and it's the federal police they need to watch out for. Finally, Father Tomás, the founder of the local migrant shelter, arrives to rescue them. Here, 750 miles from home, they are safe and will receive medical care and legal advice. The children are exhausted and famished. One of the girls is sick. Ramon Marquez runs the shelter. It's called the 72 in honor of 72 migrants murdered by the drug cartel, the Setas, in 2010. Volvemos a lo mismo, no estamos mirando cuáles son las problemáticas estructurales que está causando este desplazamiento forzado masivo de seres humanos. Si la 72, que es un lugar pequeño en el mapa, ha recibido en ocho años y medio 100.000 personas, si eso no es una crisis humanitaria, ¿de qué estamos hablando? Donald Trump's tough stance has also been boosted by a Supreme Court ruling in September that now makes it virtually impossible for Central Americans to apply for asylum in the US. He has also been pushing asylum seekers back over the border to wait for their court hearings in Mexico. But Ramon says that with homicides in Mexico at a record of some 34,000 last year, the country just isn't safe enough to take them in. La gente que busca te viene pidiendo, quiero un papel, y quiero un papel para eh, moverme con seguridad o para poder iniciar una nueva vida en, en México, ¿no? México no cumple las condiciones mínimas para albergar esta crisis humanitaria y encima eh, los niveles de violencia en muchas partes del país y en toda la frontera norte pues son tremendos, entonces al final huyen de violencia y se pueden volver a encontrar con una violencia también en niveles muy fuertes, ¿verdad? 
Mexico's migration authorities, which have suffered big budget cuts under López Obrador's austerity government, are struggling with the sheer numbers. And even though Mexico has a long history of taking in refugees from civil war and dictatorships in Spain, Guatemala and South America, polls show that public opinion is increasingly hostile to migrants. Mexico says the answer is development. It wants Washington to help fund social programs. It's the right diagnosis, but it will take years. And as Trump cuts aid to Central America, getting the US to cough up may be hard. Sergio's American dream quickly turned into a nightmare. He was in a group of about 11 people trying to cross the desert. Nine made it, including his companions from Cuilco. He and two others were deported. Back in Guatemala, worried about all the debts he'd racked up and the fact that he could lose his land, Sergio decided to try again. He failed again and was deported for a second time. He's given up for now. But migrants like him will keep on trying out of desperation. Their chances of success are increasingly slim.